On this episode of the Fandible Solo Shot, Inquisitor Saya's undercover mission continues. He must step out of his element and continue the long con against his former friend to get closer to the ultimate prize and his ultimate revenge. On the space station, it's been just minutes since Knight Kida left you. You've been taken in hand by a slimy, disgusting, corpulent hut. His his prickly yet slimy little hands have grasped both your arm and the arm of your companion, Nienna. He's slithering and slugging his way through corridors that are just filled, one might call these corridors, a hive of scum and villainy. As you are hustled past all kinds of miserable and degenerate faces. Faces of drunks, of gamblers, of the destitute and the desperate, as well as their companions, many of whom, of course, are not there willingly. People that are dressed in rags and are being hustled to and fro, obviously being treated as commodities in this uh, the station. Nienna, she's she's struggling against the the hut, but despite his his tiny hands, he seems to have quite the the grip on the the youngling's arm. Castian, do something. Castian is he's almost too afraid to speak. That when he looks over, it looks over towards the uh, hut. The hut is just larger than life. A giant worm, a monster even. As she's calling Castian, uh, he sees one of the hut's eyes trail towards the boy. But Castian's younger. He's smaller. Heck, his feet are barely touching the ground. He's on his tippy toes trying as the hut drags him away. Just as Castian might even think about struggling, the hut has already dropped them off in front of two large droids that grab hold of them both. Castian the entire time is just kind of frozen in fear. Just too. This is all too much for a, a, a little kid. The two droids begin talking to each other in some language that you can't understand. Droid talk, mm-hmm. for for lack of a better word. Nienna continues to struggle. Her her eyes, her her gray, her one gray eye, her one green eye, just wide in her her pink face. And she uh, eventually, after a, a minute of struggling, she starts kicking at the droid that's holding her. It's a humanoid shaped droid, so effectively she's kicking uh, its its shin, and she gets in one lucky kick at its knee joint, and luck fate the force uh somehow manages to get the droid to release her and she starts to run through this extremely crowded room uh the two of you were taken to a a giant open room that in other places might have been used for a for for cattle wrestling because that's how the people within it the the beings within it are are being treated clustered together roped off by by impromptu fences to separate them into different groups and Nienna has has taken off she's uh just ducking and weaving using her her smaller size to her her benefit she's certainly not the smallest there um there's other children that have been taken here but the last you see of her is as she disappears into the crowd and i'm just left there kind of frozen stunned 
and I, I spin around trying to have my own luck, but that droid is very secure with his grip on me, and I cry, I cry, uh, I cry out, uh, Neana, uh, finally being able to speak, and she doesn't respond. And then our camera cuts to an adult Z- Zeltron with the gray eye and the green eye, Nienna, who is driving in the speeder over the black sands of the Socoran Desert. And I had, I don't know, maybe 30 seconds, and those were the last 30 seconds I had free for a long time. They caught you? Yeah, this this big old nasty Twi'lek. He just came out of nowhere. I, I swear one minute the coast was clear and I had a straight shot to the, the entrance and then the next this nasty Twi'lek was just standing in my way and he picked me up and 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 took me off with a, a bunch of the other girls. And what about the other kid? Uh, the, um, what's his name? Cass. She shakes her head. I don't know. I try i wanted to go back for him but i couldn't get the 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 room with the this the station this this holding pen was so big i was turned around immediately and i even if i'd been able to get free again i never would have been able to get back to the intake I, I'm, I'm i'm just confused you said you're with nikita the guy sold you to slavery castian is leaning back still playing the role as of varic I, I don't understand you you said that Nikita left you there, but then you said you're, you're working with him now. What's... You can see my confusion here, right? He came back. But he sold you. It was the only way to escape the notice of the Empire. And how long were you not noticed by the Empire? I don't know. F- uh, five, six years? Oh, well, that's good. I'm, I mean, I'm glad that he was able to find you and Cass again. She looks crestfallen for a moment, so much so that the speeder actually begins to drift. Oh, whoa, whoa, hey, 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 and kind of, my, uh, ca- uh, Castian reaches out and kind of gra- steadies the, the shift. I, we couldn't find him. Wow, that's a, that's a hell of a story. Um, I, he was a human boy, sold probably not even under his actual name, on a hut station. Nobody was keeping very good records. Guess that's why uh, Kida decided to drop him off there, huh? Interesting. Um, wow. I mean, my, my story's not even that uh, crazy. I, I was, I was at the temple when the uh, the order came through. Um, I wasn't where I was supposed to be, uh, and I was, I was, I ran into one of the temple guards and one of the uh, grand councilwomen. Uh, she told everybody to leave, that the temple was lost, and the guard took me. And we, I was on the run with them for a little while, uh, but the guard feared that he wouldn't be able to help, you know, keep me safe. So he took me to this moon, this out-of-the-place moon, where he said a, a Jedi master was hiding and recluse, that it was his job to usually bring her supplies occasionally. Um, and that's where I met Madonan. I was with her for about ten years, but you know, when even when I found her, she was old. And eventually, she mother jungle. I turn away as if I'm like <laughs> my I'm like feeling sad, but I really just kind of roll my eyes. Mother jungle reclaimed her. 
Give me a deception roll, sir. This is going to be easy. She's not looking at you. And also take a blue die to represent she wants this to be true. And do I have any black die? Because she's a Zeltron, I think. Actually, yes, you are correct. So you do have a black die because the Zeltrons, uh, one of their species characteristics is uh, you have to take a black die on all deception rolls against them. I got one success. Ooh. Very nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, one success, and then everything else came up blank, people. Thank God. <laughs> cool. So, yeah, I roll my eyes a little bit, but then I, I looked back. And, um, yeah, I mean, I grabbed uh, I grabbed the, the ship that she had there, and I give the name of the ship that I researched for my files, just in case, just to add, like, sh- like uh, enough truth mm-hmm. to... And um, I sold it when I got in station, close to station. It was Junkford Station, and... Yeah, this is where I uh, I've just been kind of working with, um, just doing what I did. I mean, the only thing I really knew is what uh, Madonan taught me, which was the Force, and I didn't even know much of the technique. So I just been kind of grabbing artifacts from wherever I could find and selling them, buying them and selling. I mean, it's not as noble as what you're doing. Are you, like, what are you doing? I've been I've been doing the same. I'm I'm collecting things. We with with uh, Knight Kita and I. We're trying to reclaim the knowledge that was lost. And is Kita here? No. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, where, where, where you guys been hiding? <laughs> My <laughs> character is just like frothing at the mouth. Like he's just very thin-lipped. He's trying his best to seem casual, but his mind is just swimming with just yeah. anger and annoyance. And yeah, he's trying to hide all that. Uh, let's see. We're going to have Nienna do a perception roll. It would be more, is this a perception or is it an empathy? Like some sort of empathetic, like read my emotions. Well, empathy isn't actually a skill. I know, but it might be. Because um... this is basically for her to try to sense your uh, your emotions, which is not a force power that she has. Right, but Zeltrons do have a uh, natural ability, I think. Yeah, but that's just, that's, it's not for detection like this. Mm. We're just going to do this and see what happens. Uh, success with a threat. So as she's, uh, she's driving, she looks over at you. What is le- why, why have you been left so angry? And my character kind of just bites into his cheek trying to think on the fly, and he says, I don't know, it's... I, I mean, I'm, aren't you a little angry about what's happened to us? Like, we were kids. No, we never signed up for this. And just hearing about what Kida did to you and... I mean, I got left on a jungle for like 10 years, you know? It's just... I, I, it's Sometimes it's hard to think back and remember what happened and not really understand what went down. You get that, right? One minute we were the guardians of... The Republic in the next, not. She shakes her head. Anger leads to the dark side. You should come with us. You can learn more. <sighs> My character, he he's playing hard to get. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I've spent my last four years just trying to forget that stuff, to try to be human, you know? I mean... There's so few of us less left... Please just come with me. You can meet Knight Kita. He'd at least want to know that you're alive. There, I haven't seen met any of the other younglings. 
Are there any other younglings? And she shrugs. I we've we've found people that have been born since the order was put down. I just I just don't know. I I mean I just I don't even. I mean it's 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 really good to see you again, but I mean I I guess I can see Nikita and great. J- okay. And the speeder is pulling back up to the spaceport where your ship had been docked in, hers as well. There's not a whole lot of stocking bays. So, of course, you guys were actually parked at the same station. And she hops out of the speeder. Everything, of course, is covered in that fine layer of black dust that you encountered on your your trip into town. And having sped through the desert as you you have in an, an open-air speeder, it's just even worse. As Nienna climbs out, she shakes her, her robes loose and, and dust puffs off of her. I turn towards Laris and I, I, I grab her shoulders and as tenderly as I can say, hey, I, I'm going to follow her briefly. Just meet me back at the ship, okay? And I, I stroke her cheek. Laris looks like she's having some kind of short circuit going on. That's why my body is trying to Kind of, I'm trying to shield her of course. face as if I'm trying to, you know, like, oh, we're having a private yes. moment. But then I'm mouthing, go. And she just nods and wanders off. She she is definitely trying to act casual, but in that very precise way that uh, we've described her. You know, she has no extraneous movement. So a casual stroll through the docking bay is not her forte. I, I look back toward Niana. Uh, she's... She was one of the first people I ran into. She worries about me. We're sort of a thing. That's good. We all deserve to have companionship. Which means I, I really can't make, you know, I'm, I'm just going to follow you for a little while. She's going to be at the ship, but we're not leaving. Nana looks uh, away and is distracted as you're making excuses. And she is looking over your shoulder. Hey, 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 what are you doing? And she pushes past you and sprints towards a ship. My character turns, frowns, and then takes off after her, clutching the... He still has that wooden case that has the broken lightsaber in it, also his hidden lightsaber. But he has the, he's going to tuck that under his arm, and he's going to grab his, uh, his pistol, and he's just following her. Mm-hmm. Nienna is running for a 3Z light freighter. It is very similar in silhouette to the YT-1300. Mm-hmm. It is a, a cheap uh, ship, but it gets the job done. Mm-hmm. And as... Uh, you watch Nienna run to the the loading ramp, the entrance ramp. You see uh, two robed figures. You can just make out their their silhouettes inside the the ship, mm-hmm. and you see two robed figures who appear to be ransacking the place. Oh, delightful! All I need is her to be killed at this moment in time. I pull up my uh, pistol and I'm I'm stick charging forward. And let's roll uh, initiative. This is going to be vigilance because you are not expecting to uh, be getting into a, a fight. I'm always expecting a fight. One success and one triumph. Oh, I got a triumph. All right. That means you are almost certainly going first. Yep. With your triumph, uh, Castian, a.k.a. Varric, you go first. So I, I don't see them yet? Uh, or do are they still in the ramp area or what? They're just inside the ship. So I can I can take a shot. Yes. Yeah, I'm I'm aiming my blaster and I'm going to fire. One. All right. Two purple. Since I'm playing a role, I will use stun. Okay. Since I don't know, maybe killing somebody like right now would not be the best uh, display. 
and I got one success but one threat. All right. What is the damage that you do? Uh, the damage that I do? Light blaster pistol, so it is five, so six. All right. Take one strain for your threat. Oh, okay. I was like, did, is there a reason, or <laughs> do you just not like the way I look? So the blaster bolt cuts through the murky darkness of the ship's interior and seems to hit one of the figures in the shoulder. And Nienna is going to take out her own blaster. She gets two advantages. She's um, aiming for the same guy that you were shooting at. But and she uh, also got a success, right? Yes, she did. Oh. So she takes takes one of them down and is going to give you a blue die for your next roll. But cool. first, first, our uh, minion gets to go. Uh, he's going to, he pulls out his blaster and is going to shoot at Nienna because she's closest. And, oops, two successes and a threat. He bumps his head on a bulkhead as he's whirling around to shoot. So uh, he takes a, a point of strain as he fires off a blaster bolt at Nienna and does a bit of damage. She takes a bolt like right to the chest and stumbles back. Uh, does it look like they're using uh, stun or is this like actual blaster bolts? Looks like actual blaster bolts. Uh, if he kills Niana, I'm going to be so pissed. But, and uh, is, uh, but, uh, I, but I will tell Tremaine that I killed her. <laughs> is back to you. Yes, I am going to take a shot at him. Uh, and you get time. your blue die, remember? And I get a blue. Oh, do I get any purples? Two purples. I got a hit and two, two advantages. So I hit him five points of stun damage. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. Six. Six points of stun damage. I forgot. Six. And with two advantages, you can, we'll add a blue die to uh, the next yeah, allies cool. check. So Nienna will get a blue die to go along with her shot off at this guy. She got two successes and two threats. This guy would have a blue die to his next roll if he didn't fall back uh, stunned. Character's going to immediately run towards uh, Niana to make sure she's fine. Is she okay? Like how how damaged does she look? Her her robes are are singed, and there's a, a bit of burned skin you can see underneath, but it's otherwise a relatively minor wound. And I, I then I spin around and aim my uh, stun pistol at the bo uh, at the down people, and yeah, I'm I'm going to tie them up uh, immediately. But Niana might notice that I've switched my uh, pistol from stun to kill and i'm shouting like who are these guys she is helping you drag drag them inside they were they're locals they were they were the guys that were helping me with the uh the deal with hanika oh the ones we left behind oh okay i can see why they're pissed she drops the one that she had been dragging unceremoniously i need to check on my my supplies yeah you 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 do you you're halfway finished saying things before she's running panicked back into deeper into the ship. I'm pulling out my communicator and I'm contacting Laris. Laris, you can talk. Is everything all right? It uh, appears to be. I need you to uh, go to the medical and make a rather strong sedative. All right, sir. Thank you very much. Just I'll keep you posted. Yes, and, sir. And do not send word to the Inquisition yet. Sir? That is my orders. Do not question. I have no time. It's against protocol. And you cut, cut off the communication. Yes. And I crowd. I am. I'm binding it. And then I'm slapping the guy's cheeks, trying to wake wake him up. Mm -hmm. 
And press the gun against their head. Mm. Hi, you were attacking the ship. Why? Thought the lady bit it without paying us, so we're scavengers, uh, scavengers rights. That's fair. What's it to you? We are, she didn't bite it, and she's a lot prettier than you, so I'm probably going to help her out, and I'm just debating if I should kill you. I didn't do anything to you. That's true, but fair enough. You actually might be better, and I just clonk him against the head and knock him out. Actually, I'm knocking him out, and then I'm cutting some of the rope that uh, just kind of show that he's got out, and I'm pulling a vibro knife from my boot and slashing my cheek, putting it in his hand, and I'm waiting for her to come back, and I just ha- I'm just i going to keep having the gun aimed at the guy, but with uh, the stun on. Roll me deception. This is going to be difficulty with trying to use what I think are the proper rules. One red, one purple. And a black. And a black, okay. Yes, because it's versus her perception, not her deception. <laughs> okay, I got one success, but one danger. Threat. <laughs> Threat. <laughs> so bad. All right. So after a, a couple of minutes, Nienna comes back. She's hastily changed her, her robe so that she's no longer wearing singed garb. And she comes back out. Oh my gosh, what happened? One of them had a vibro knife. He came after me. Don't worry, I didn't kill him. I, I just, it's not really my way. So I just, I, I shot him again and I think he's okay. He's been stunned twice though. Ah. She comes up and looks at your, at your wound. She's kind of poking at it. You don't need to poke at it. It, it bleeds on its own. I'm, I'm sorry. I just, I'm a little out of sorts. I, she takes a, a deep breath you didn't expect that- to see someone you thought was dead. I get it. I'm really freaked out myself. Well, the good news is they didn't take anything. I mean, they probably were about to, and they were just kind of looking around for things. The bad news is the first place that they decided to look for valuables for some reason was the engine room. And they knocked things out of joint. I'm not a... You- no, you grew up in a jungle. Of course, hey, you're not no, a mechanic. Hey, I've been four years. I've been like I've been on. A, I've been handling a shit. I got a YT thirteen. I that thing falls apart if you breathe on it wrong. Let me just take a look, okay? All right. I go in there and I was like, hey, just keep an eye on those guys. All right. And I walk in there, look around, and I just grab some cords and pull. Oh wow. Yeah, I think they were trying to salvage some of the parts. Probably they ripped off a couple things. I mean, this is going to take time to to, to fix. She curses. I don't have time. I have a ship. I mean, how important is this craft to you? I mean, do, is it sentimental? Do you need to keep it? No. Okay, well, I would suggest selling it for parts to a locals. Get what you can, and, I, you know, I can drop you off wherever you need. Can you help me with my my cargo? What's your cargo? And uh, actually, roll me perception. Difficulty, one. One purple. Just one success. That's enough. As she mentions her cargo, it's been in the the background, but it kind of comes to the the front of mind now. You're feeling a a great source of force energy on the ship. What are you carrying? I've been, like I told you, I've been making runs for for artifacts, buying and selling what I can, and I have a a load to take back to uh to to Nikita. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. We can. What are we gonna do with these two? She kicks one of them very petty for someone that is being trained as a jedi apparently she says they're like womp rats they'll find a way out you should pay them though of course okay i just wanted to make sure that you weren't you know you were kosher (laughs) you were you know whatever fine come on no no i would pay them but now my ship is ruined is that the jedi way 
you I mean you ran from a fight which I get and you know it makes sense that they they thought you bought it so they just were trying to get paid anyways you know you can be like them and not pay them or you can be better she picks one up again drags him down the the ramp are you going to take the other one? Yeah, because you grab him by his boot. And as I'm like, oh, you it's should the be... one that you you planted the vibro knife. Yeah. And uh, it's like, you should be better. And he starts stirring like, oh, and I slam his head against the side of a bulkhead <laughs> and just continue dragging Oops. him. Oops, my bad. Nana drops hers off on the ground outside of her ship and throws a couple of credit chips at his feet. Uh, and I drop mine off. Okay, um, I'm, on da- I'm at Docking Bay uh, 28. Just meet me there whenever you get whatever you can for this scrap heap, okay? All right. And uh, do you want me to take your luggage with you, or are you, you you good on holding it for now? She looks at you for a moment. She is going to, she's going to roll perception. Do I get a blue, do I get some helpful dice for being so nice about the Jedi way and stuff? I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to look as innocent as possible. <laughs> there is no, uh, no mechanic for that here. Oh, okay. All right, so looked at the rules she's using discipline to try to figure out how trustworthy Varric is with she, her stuff and she has no successes and a threat yeah uh, if you could move it yeah yeah it's no. the, and she takes you back into the ship and just outside of the engineering bay she opens a panel on the floor and reveals a smuggling compartment. Mm-hmm. Inside is a chest about one meter square. That's uh, that's everything. It, like you're standing right over where you got that feeling earlier about sensing the, the force deposit. Yeah, I pick it up and I was like, if this is spice, I'm going to be very disappointed in you. And I offer her a, a, a grin before turning away and walking. Of course, when the camera sees me turn away, my smile immediately drops to that coldness and mm-hmm. I just walk away. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, I'm, I'm moving towards uh, Docking Bay 28, which is where my docking bay is. I think that's the number I gave myself earlier, but whatever. I'm going to my docking bay. Yeah, I'm heading, uh, I'm heading over there. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I get in the ship, I'm moving towards the cargo bay and I'm setting everything down and I'm calling uh, Laris. Laris! Yes, sir. Lock the ramp. She'll have to knock before she comes in. Yes, sir. Excellent. And and, and bring the scanner this way. Of course, sir. I want to see if there's any booby traps on this case before I try to jerry-rig it open. Perception. I'm going to be using a scanner. Does that help? Give yourself a blue die, and this is just one purple. It's a simple box. If there are if there's problems, it's easy to figure out. Two success and a triumph. As you're you're looking at it, you're looking at it very closely, and you see that you're you're looking for for booby traps for some sort of electronic signal. As you're just kind of carefully examining it, examining it, you see coming from one like from where the the lid meets the body of the the box, one blue hair is hanging out as a telltale sign that if this is opened, that hair is going to fall away, and she will know if anyone has gotten into her her box. Laris, uh, do uh, tweezers. And Lara's yeah. hands over tweezers. I I grab the the hair mm-hmm. and I open up the box then, and I keep it, I keep it where it's located on the rim. Mm-hmm. And I'm, With yeah. a triumph, you know where to put it back. Yeah, and, yeah. So you, I, you just need to put it someplace that you're not going to lose yeah, it. Exactly. But I open it up, and inside there's some loose packing material, and there is three small boxes nestled inside the packing material. What did you find? I mumbled to myself. And she saw, does, did she put the holocron in there? I mean, we have the holocron with us, or? She still has the holocron on her. It is yeah. not in the box. Cool. I, I start uh, looking at the other boxes, like opening them up slowly, uh, of course, scanning them to make sure there's nothing mm-hmm. uh, 
each box, like just as without even scanning them, as you 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 kind of put your hand over each of them, the feeling of the force coming off of these is palpable. It's something that you really haven't been you you've experienced some items like this in your course as of work as an inquisitor. Occasionally, you are called in to intervene when people are smuggling force or Jedi or Sith related artifacts. Mm-hmm. And very often these are simple mementos, you know, the corner of a brick from a Jedi temple, uh, which doesn't have much value except as a piece of memorabilia. However, every once in a while you come across artifacts that have just been imbued with the force. Sometimes this is something that's done very purposefully. You know, for example, the uh, the Night Sisters on Dathomir, uh, they have a whole collection of talismans that they have imbued with force powers really to try to to augment their own abilities or to even give mm-hmm. force powers to other people that that aren't naturally force sensitive uh, other times it happens almost as an accident if an item is near a place where a great disturbance in the force happens then the object can also be imbued with the force that way cool Without further ado, I'm going to open them. Then I'm excited. The mm-hmm. idea that I just I'm going to get I'm going to kill Kida. I'm going to get his, <laughs> I'm going to save Niana, and I'm going to have these things to turn in. It's going to be a great day. My, my life day bonus is going to be through the freaking roof. Give me a perception roll. This is going to be two purple difficulty. And I, I guess my blue is gone. Yes. Wow. No, no, I forgot I have to roll. I was like <laughs> another triumph. Uh, one success. You look at the you're kind of hovering over the three the three boxes. The one on the right, it's calling to you most strongly. There that you're you feel drawn to that one. The one in the middle, you feel kind of neutral towards. It's mm-hmm. like, all right, this is very strong in the force, but whatever. And then the one on the left, when your hand goes near, it's almost like a, a magnet repelling your hand away before you can even open the lid on that box. I go the one that's more welcoming. <laughs> and as you open that, you see inside a dagger. It looks like it's carved out of bone. Without more advanced tools, you know, maybe bone could do a scan to figure out what type of bone, haha, <laughs> uh, this dagger is. But when you open the the box and this dagger, it it calls to you. It wants you to wield it. I'm going to try to use lore on it. I, I don't have a lot of understanding of this mm-hmm. of this stuff, but I do have a little. Yes, give me a yes, give me a lore roll. Um, to, what are you trying? Are you trying to identify what type it is? What it is? Or? I'm trying to figure out what this is. If it's like a ritualistic dagger from Dathomir, if it's a Sith ritual summoning Drake from mm-hmm. whatever, you know, I'm just trying to figure out see if I'd have any knowledge of what this could be. Okay, this is going to be a little harder. So three purple dice. And I will note, you have your three light side destiny points on the table. You can use that to upgrade your dice at any time. Uh, because if you don't spend these, I can't spend any. I thought you were the light side. No, that's those are force points. Oh, <laughs> okay, so I'm going to use one. Can All I get right. a blue? Uh, no, that upgrades one of your dice. So if you have a green, it upgrades to a yellow. And I got a three successes and one frowny face. <laughs> threat. I cannot remember. Okay, I just want people to know that even though we this is probably like session, I don't know, this 12. Is, this is our third session. This is our like, this might be like on episode 12 for us, but this is like our third session playing this game. So 
I'm sorry. It's a threat. So three successes, one frowny face threat. All right. And with three successes, that is that is quite good. And you kind of dredge up from the corners of your mind. This does look like something that's from Dathomir, but very, very ancient. So even though you see that kind of runes are carved into it, it's not any that you're able to decipher. It's a Dathomir dagger. Mm -hmm. Cool. I put it away. I don't deal with that Dathomir night sister crap. All right. The Empire doesn't even encourage it, but it's a good find. Mm -hmm. So I, I, put, I tuck it away. It's certainly something, yes, that, that the higher ups that Tremaine would be very interested in, if for nothing else, to not allow it to be in Absolutely. the hands of, of other people. Last thing we want is like a dark side user using it against one of us. Mm -hmm. I'm going to open. Uh, Actually, before you put it away, I need you to make a hard discipline check. Cool. So that's going to be versus three purple. Discipline is like where I'm a freaking giant. Oh, what nice. purple you said? Three purple. As I said, this is calling to you. Mm -hmm. It wants to stay with you. Well, uh, I have three successes and a triumph. Uh, and a frowny face. A threat. A threat. <laughs> so you are able to to put it away, but it nicks your, your hand. It's just, you know, it's a tiny little cut. It almost as if the dagger leapt out after me, but that's that would be silly, wouldn't it? Such yeah. superstition. Yeah. I put it away, frowning. And then I quickly, uh, I check out the the one in the middle, the one that was mm -hmm. more welcoming. It is some kind of, of tankard or, or jar. I pick it up and, <laughs> and kind of sniff at it to wonder if this is like, what, I don't know, a Beaumare monk's uh, drinking glass? As soon as you pick up the tankard, your brain is overwhelmed with images. You're in a, a primitive forest, almost primeval, with the, these ancient trees around you. There is a small clearing that has been cut away. There, there's a giant bonfire in the middle. And around this fire are aliens, just the most horrific, disgusting aliens that you have ever borne witness to. They are two-meter-tall, sort of slug-like mammals that have... You see them as they grin, um, six green tongues hanging out of their, their mouths as they, they flail and chant. And as your rational br brain recoils from this disgusting display, your, uh, your, your emotions are overrun with, with joy and elation. This is a celebration. It's like a, it's like a rainbow in my head right now. Mm -hmm. And I immediately drop it, but I catch it before it hits the, it damages mm -hmm. it. And I put it back. I didn't like that one. I look towards uh, Laris and say, uh, I point towards the last box. It's like, open it. Are you all right? Open it, please. We don't have much time. Scanners indicate that she'll be here in just a, a few seconds. <sighs> just just uh, meet her in the front. What, what happened? You, were, you seemed to be distracted for ten minutes at least. <laughs> ten. I don't know. I, I attempted to revive you to... Laris, I'm fine. I'm fine. Perhaps we should send you to the medical bay. This is not the Nexu. It's YT-13. The medical bay is over there. I point towards the corner. I'll be fine. And I uh, quickly put everything away, and I haul it towards the cargo bay as I tell her to go greet our guest. Do you put the uh, the hair back in place? Yes, I do put the hair back mm -hmm. in place, because I, I earned that. <laughs> you did. Though, thank you for reminding me, because... Uh, that ten minutes of partying with those rainbow-tongued bastards. And uh, and it was a, a triumph after all. Yes, it was. So yeah, yeah, I put it back. I, I find a nice little area in the cargo mm -hmm. bay. The cargo bay is actually somewhat empty, which doesn't bode well since I've told her that this is kind of where I live. It, it, this doesn't really look lived in. Mm -hmm. 
So I just kind of shake my head mumbling, well, whatever. And uh, I'm going to put it in like the center and I strap it down to make sure it doesn't or anything like that. All right. And Laris has, has gone to release the docking ramp. Don't talk. Oh, she's a robot. She remembers that. She does. Yeah. I'm going to wipe my face, trying to get like some of the images out of my head before I move back towards the front. Hi, everyone. Before we sign off, I want to say a quick thanks for listening. This episode marks two months of Solo Shot episodes, and Billy and I are grateful for your continued support as we solidified our understanding of the system and worked out the recording kinks. So to say thanks, we're doing a giveaway. Comment on this episode on Fandible.com and you'll be entered to win a $25 gift card to Google Play or iTunes. We recommend using your bounty to buy the Star Wars Dice app for your own Star Wars adventuring needs, but of course it's up to you. If you'd like a second entry into the sweepstakes, you can also sign up for Podchaser and leave reviews for Fandible and this individual episode. If you're not signed up already, go to beta.podchaser.com and enter the code FANDIBLE to give this new podcast directory a try. If you leave a review there using a different name than what you used to comment on Fandible, just make a note of that in your comment. And of course, if you've already reviewed us, thank you so much. You will also be entered so long as you also comment on Fandible. So to recap, for a chance to win a $25 Google or iTunes gift card, comment on this episode on Fandible and get bonus entries by reviewing us on Podchaser. Thanks again for listening, and may the Force be with you.